Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are on this fine planet. Is your homie back at you. And this is part two to the 5150 debacle. And the only reason I'm even making a part two is because Corey responded last Tuesday. And I have some thoughts I would like to share. And, you know, I know Zoe responded to the original beef, but I don't think Zoe's going to respond, at least not in a sufficient manner. His original response was good, and I applaud him because he gave Corey a, his background to gain a better understanding so Corey doesn't misinterpret things, because that's what Corey does. Sometimes he jumps to the conclusion and he misinterprets things, and that probably works well for him in the Hollywood world, you know, because, you know, people are super suspicious of everything because it's very competitive, but that's another story. But, you know, the Zoe's original respo- response was healthy in terms of, you know, giving Corey an understanding because, you know, based on Zoe's response, Corey didn't even think of the fact of that maybe Zoe ducked and dodged him on dealing with the Aries Spears matter because Zoe has previous charges and he didn't want to incriminate himself. I know a lot of people who who fight people and they won't like they'll try to duck it and dodge it forever until they're actually arrested, you know, and then on top of that, you know, because this this is to make things clear. Um, Corey pointed out how Zoe dodged the lawyers when he had to fight Ari Spears, you know, which Corey took to heart and I understand why he took it to heart but Corey has to understand that Corey's not a street nigga let's put that out there he's a hood nigga but he's not a street nigga to my knowledge he he, you don't hear him talk about jail or getting charges and shit and that's not to say I'm one of them niggas too I'm not a street nigga in that to that extent I've been arrested yes I've been arrested I spent a night or a weekend down at the county jail, but that's that's the extent of my shit, you know. And Corey probably probably doesn't have that background necessarily, you know. And when it comes to that that background, sometimes people avoid the police as much as possible until they absolutely have to deal with the motherfuckers. They don't give a fuck about loot. Who lost money, this, that, or the other? Because you can't put a price on a person's freedom. That's how they see it. And I'm saying this as an outsider looking in their family who've been in like similar situations as um as Corey and Zoe. I got a family member who's who pretty much got the other family member's ass beat or he broke his body part and the family member who instigated it is a career criminal. And that family member, like, never came forward to, like, you know, I don't know the ins and outs, but I know no one had pr- charges pressed against them. And that's because they fought in a part of, uh, of of a city where it's predominantly white and whatever, whatever happened. I wasn't there. But I do know this family member didn't help the other family member, like, settle things in terms of reporting and, you know, and it's a street brawl. So it's, it's like 
Corey's not factoring that in. What Zoe did was wrong. I totally agree. But given his background, maybe this nigga got a few charges on his record, dog. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, you know. So that 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 I want to put that put that out there to settle Corey's anger at this man for not cooperating with the police. Essentially, you know, that's what it was. That's how Zoe probably viewed it, you know. And on top of that. Why doesn't Corey, like, you shouldn't have to think for people because no one's a mind reader, but you have to have some intuition. On top of Zoe may, may have having a, a, a previous record, you let, the lawyers had videotape evidence of what happened. Everything's on video. So maybe Zoe thought, shit, why do you need me to participate? You have the fucking video. You see it. They see it. Only an idiot can't see what happened if they have the video. So, you know, that, 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 uh, Zoe's, ex- I mean, Corey's reason for being angry is kind of like, I don't even know how to put it really now that I'm really focusing in on it. But the, for, for, for lack of a better word or analysis or whatever, the nigga lacks, lacks a hood understanding of shit, damn near. Even though you're from Robert Taylor Holmes and shit. I get you, homie. I got you. But at the same time, some niggas just don't fucking deal with courts or lawyers. They just don't. Unless it involves some civil shit, like a nigga fucking getting this SSI after getting shot and shit and all type of shit like that. <laughs> niggas ain't really fucking... With the courts of lawyers, dog. And then um, I want to get into what Corey said about, you know, him helping Zoe by being on his platform. That's some bitch shit. No, no, I'm not going to get into that, really. I'm going to get into one of the bitch, the main bitch shit. Bringing up shit you do for a nigga. That's what bitches do. You know, that's because my sister would do that shit to, like, her friends talk about, like, I bought her friend some ACG boots and this, that, and other. She can't do this. That's what bitches do. Because Corey brought up Zoe um, not having a car and having to pay for taxis to go to the studio. His, let's get it right. Not studio. is fucking, you know what I'm saying, storage unit. Studio. I'll say studio. Got to respect the next hustle. Excuse me. If you ever hear this, Corey. But you don't bring up paying this nigga's cab fare on some bitch shit. That's like, that's that's like fucking chump change, my nigga. And then look at it like this. Look at the added value Zoe brought to your show. You can consider that a business expense, my nigga. Did you write that shit off? Think about it, my nigga. That's a business expense. When you have talent, most companies, at least back in the days, probably more so, you know, when the money was flowing in the music industry and in the TV and movie industry, shit, you have to pay for talent's transportation. So chalk that shit up, nigga. You don't bring that shit up. And honestly, he added value to your show, dog. Motherfuckers ain't, are not going to watch Corey and Darlene every fucking week. 
I could tolerate it once in a while, but I'm not going to watch that shit every fucking week. And to get in, I'll tell you why, too. On top of it not being as engaging compared to Zoe being there or even when Bobby Glanton was there and all the other different people. We don't want to see you and Darlene because all you do is bark at Darlene damn there. It's like you have no one else there to pick on, so you just pick on Darlene, and she doesn't even get into the loose talk about bullshit too much, which is a very entertaining part of the show that y'all play off, but I get the concept of you doing that, but that's neither here nor there, but when it's just you and Darlene, all you're doing is spending like an hour fucking with her, and then 30 minutes talking about random shit. There's no focus. It's like you have ADHD up the wazoo, which has probably helped you a lot in your business. But when you bring up paying for a taxi for Zoe, it's like you're not even looking at the bigger picture, my nigga. You don't bring up that type of bitch shit. And then you brought up paying for this nigga to go to Oakland to sell a book. Oakland's right up the street, my nigga. That's nigga. I used to go from Oakland to L.A. regularly. Dog, that's not like that's not something to fucking bring up. Oakland, nigga. This nigga didn't even say I brought him to Chicago, my hometown, and I got him to sell a a, a, a bunch of books. You know, he just sold so many out his ass that this motherfucker got a following in Chicago. He said, "Fucking Oakland, my nigga." That's a fucking business expense. When you brought, actually, when you brought Zoe up there while you're trying to play like you, you were altruistic and fucking giving. When you brought um, Zoe up there, you probably brought him, brought him up there as a, as a, you know, let's put it like this. When you have a kid's party, a lot of times they bring along two characters. Like, you know, my son had Paw Patrol one year and then... They had this other little nigga. They had Chase and this other motherfucker. But Chase is the main motherfucker. But they brought along his little sidekick nigga because nigga, they like a team. So when you brought him up to Oakland, it's more like you're bringing your sidekick with you to highlight like, I'm a comedian and I got this show and my nigga's right there. And I'm sure you gave him a shout out when he was in the fucking room. And they all clapped and he stood up. So stop playing with niggas, dog. You think about you is like like I brought up the project nigga shit earlier. Let me tell you something about project niggas. They think because they engage so many people in one day and they have to deal with so many obstacles sometimes, like this that just makes them automatically smarter than you. And that's true to an extent for like a slow motherfucker. You know, like when I say slow motherfucker, I don't mean necessarily mentally disabled, but like a motherfucker that's far removed from that experience, you could probably, that project motherfucker will probably get over on him a good two or three times before that motherfucker catches on and you can't get over on him anymore. But a project motherfucker does think that he can outsmart you and shit. Stop being that nigga, dog. Shut the fuck up, nigga. You're like, you're playing little semantic games with niggas. And no, I'm not a nigga sitting up here being mad at you for calling nigga out for living with bitches and shit. Give a fuck about that. What a nigga is saying is this. Stop playing mind games with niggas. Don't bring up bitch shit like paying for taxis, paying for a nigga to go up the street in Oakland, and what else? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, out of everything you said, I can see if you said I helped pay this nigga's son's college tuition when he lost his scholarship 
at Auburn or some shit. He was going to Fresno State and he was short on money for books and I hooked him up. I, I ain't hear shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't hear shit like this nigga was laying on his rent or his mortgage and I hooked him up. That's the type of shit where you kind of be like, hey, him. You know, because that's selfless. You gain nothing from that. The shit you mentioned, you gain something from that shit. You gain something directly. Because let me get into the bitch shit, other bitch shit you did. You did the Hollywood shit where it's like sharing my platform is is help enough and all that other shit. And then you compared it to Jay Leno or some nigga that's late night. Nigga, you ain't no goddamn Jay Leno, nigga. You're on fucking YouTube, nigga. And I don't even want you to stay on YouTube, nigga. You deserve to be in a fucking studio on fucking TV like Fuse or some weird channel like fucking Jesus Amaro got shit. Why ain't you got shit? That's not to shit on you. I'm just saying like you deserve to be on a bigger platform, right? So you bringing up that Hollywood shit talking about, you know, just being on my show is helping up. That's bullshit, my nigga. Get the fuck out my face. Because honestly, it was a greater help for you to be on Zoe's platform than vice versa. Because Zoe being on your shit actually hurts his brand. You know this nigga's a holistic, we shall overcome ass nigga, got fucking these weak bitches behind him and shit, probably getting just play off being brother almighty. Him coming on your show and laughing off your, your anti-woman shit, I don't want to call it anti-woman because it ain't, some of that shit's some real shit, but nigga, <laughs> you're a prophet, home do a lot. But when you go into your little comments on woman and relationship that hurts his fucking brain it's hurting him one is helping him nigga because honestly niggas from 5150 aren't necessarily going to watch joe's show so it's not like a cross pollinate pollination of of of, of audiences just just that just doesn't exist between you two because you're Audiences are so far apart. You even said in the last episode, like, you entertain the hood niggas, the hood niggas. The hood niggas necessarily don't want to listen to Zoe shit. Let's be real about it. So him being on your shit doesn't really help him. Him being on your shit helps you, nigga. Because I remember when Zoe shit was, like, really popping, you know? And it's still popping. He's going to get back to it. I have faith in you, my nigga. But here we go, man. Yeah, and I, okay, I'd like to put this out there, too. I root for the underdog, okay? That's just how I am, nigga. I ain't one, but I like to root for him. So, back when Zoe shit was at wherever it was, I forgot the name of the studio. Dash Radio, there we go. A lot of times, Corey would come on his shit, and he'll do some fire shit. It'll be funny, deep. And then, niggas couldn't wait until late night. To listen to the 5150 show because it will fucking expound on that shit because it's like your show, the beauty of 5150 is the fact that it's like a free for all is like, it's like whatever, whatever comes to mind. And that's cool. But when you, when he would come on, when Zoe would come on 5150 after you doing an afternoon show with the nigga, or maybe it's a couple of days off. It doesn't have to be the same day, but it was like you niggas expounding on it and maybe even funnier. So he added to your show. So to do that Hollywood shit, no, he actually helped you more, my nigga. 
Because like I said, I'm not going to sit up here and watch you and Darlene. And I'm sure not going to sit up here and watch you and Marcus. I love Marcus, but he needs a little bit more training. He's funny as fuck. He just needs, he needs to go to a speech pathologist. I need to go see a speech pathologist or shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's not a, a, a slight against him. But that's neither here nor there. What I am saying is, Corey, shut that Hollywood shit up talking about sharing platforms and shit. That platform shit is so fucking corny. Now I think I got that out of the way. So to make this clear, Zoe added to your show and he you leached off of his show. You get what I'm saying? And I'm going to say this too. I put this in the comments. Corey, you have to realize... Zoe gave up a key component of his show for you one time. I remember watching the show one time with you and that white psychologist guy. And you damn near scared this nigga. This motherfucker looked petrified when you started talking. Because it's like you said, niggas are scared of a, a masculine black man. And I totally get it. But Zoe actually sacrificed a key component of his show for you. And that's not to say because he's a white man. It's not some random white man. Because if it was like a comedian like Gary Owens on there, nobody gives a fuck about what Gary Owens singing. We're talking about somebody who's a licensed professional who can add to the mix something that niggas don't have. Like, I remember one time that white motherfucker said some real shit to niggas. He said some shit like, white people don't trust black people because white people know what they put black people through, so they have a fear like this black person is just putting on an act to survive. So that's why they're precautious. And I was like, that's some that's something I've always known to myself, but you never heard a white person say that shit. Now, this is totally tangential. I know it is, but get follow me. So that little nugget that white man gave, Zoe sacrificed that shit for your old niggardly ass. Your ass scared the fuck out of that white man a few shows. And you wasn't even sitting right next to him. Just the fact that you were close enough to him and your voice was deep enough. <laughs> it scared the fuck out of him. And then I don't know all the background shit, all the behind the scenes shit, but you didn't see that white man after a few shows after Corey was present, you know? So shut that shit up, nigga. And what's the other point I wanted to point out? Yeah, your ass wants to blame Zoe for the airy spirit shit, but you won't take accountability for fucking instigating that shit. I said that shit in the last fucking um, episode of this whole little two-parter I'm doing. Motherfucker, you didn't even take responsibility for that last Tuesday. You instigated this shit, nigga, the whole fucking time. Just a simple fact is you, you try to convince Zoe, your co-host, to go first in the final word instead of checking Aries, because you two are colleagues pretty much. You could have checked Aries and be like, shut the fuck up, my homie's talking. You know what I'm saying? I've done that for people that I know, like, Zoe's not weak, but I've done it for people I felt like were weak in a circle. I'm like, shut the, I'll tell them, shut the fuck up and let the nigga speak. That's a, actually a classic line that everybody would say, like, when, you, when you're trying to let your homeboy get his word in. Shut the fuck up and let the nigga speak. You didn't do that shit. You made Zoe the weaker one in the, in the situation, and that gave... Aries like a green light, my nigga. The whole show you were instigating shit. And when you want to bring up Freeze, my nigga, let's be real about it. You instigated that shit too. I didn't bring that up in my last episode because, you know, I'm not bringing up that shit. You know, just because this nigga didn't fight Freeze, he's a punk. No, 
But thing about it, I'm only bringing it up now is because you instigate shit. And that's what makes you probably entertaining. I got a cousin, Bobby. Oh, damn, said this nigga name. But I have a cousin <laughs> who I hate to love because he like he would instigate shit, all that shit. But you love this nigga and he's funny as fuck, nigga. It's <laughs> funny as fuck. But bottom line is, in this situation, you egged on Aries and you egged on the shit with Freeze. The only thing I think that separated, or the only thing that 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 made Zoe make a different judgment call between Freeze and Aries is the fact that Freeze didn't push the whole you weak line like that light skin shit. That Aries said to Zoe, I said that, the, I think in my last episode, them high yellow niggas, you know, that the bar, El DeBarge complex is real. Nigga, they ain't taking no shorts. You know what I'm saying? Like they used to always say, don't let the light skin fool you. So, you know, that's the only reason I think Zoe didn't really just do it right there on the spot because it wasn't like he was pushing him into a corner. Aries pushed that nigga into a corner. By the time Zoe hit Aries, he had already took off his glasses. I, he may have turned his hat backwards. I think he turned his hat backwards, maybe. Either way, he pushed back his chair, too. So the glasses came off. The chair was moved back. And then the final step, which would have made Aries realize, let me chill out, is he, he turned towards Aries after he put his chair back, following taking off his glasses and turning his hat around. Aries had ample time to pull back with, pull, you know, to ease up on the calling nigga light skin, making nigga seem weak shit. Freeze it and do that. Freeze it and like push it. Freeze it said we go outside. And honestly, Zoe is right. That's his friend, dog. You know how many friends we <laughs> argue with back in the day and like we're about to come to blows, but it's like, I don't want to do this shit with you. I've done that at least a dozen times in my life. Like, and the thing about it, it'll be niggas I know I could squash, but I'll tell them I don't want to fight you because I don't want to have that memory of fighting my friend. Because especially now that these niggas are older too. They may be, they, there may be no turning back from that. And now you lost a friend that you can have into your 50s and 60s and 70s and shit. These niggas can know your your kids and call him uncle whatever. You get what I'm saying? So that, that free shit is a weak-ass example. And you instigated that shit too. You know what I'm saying? You instigated Freeze to take off Zoe's hat. That whole fucking show, you were instigating that shit. You're just an instigating ass nigga, dog. And like I said, niggas like you get a lot of love because you instigate shit, but you're funny as fuck, okay? But let's go back to your situation. Even though you instigate shit, niggas love you, you funny as fuck. You have to pay for the consequences of your actions, just like Zoe. And for you, it was money. For Zoe, it was like humiliation. Don't you know how many motherfuckers in the comment section that went to Zoe shit after that shit? You see niggas be like, 5150, nigga, shut that old smart shit up. Elbow nigga. You old elbow nigga. That actually hurt that nigga's fucking brand, nigga. So, you know, I don't I can't remember everything else I wanted to address from last Tuesday show. When the niggas like, 
you know, I, I only thing I can say in court is defense. <laughs> you can't, you can't hit a nigga that stand his ground, nigga. Is is I mean, it's the weakness of most niggas. This is what keeps niggas in jail and dead. But but it's still honorable for some fucking reason. <laughs> it's fucking sad, dog. <laughs> there niggas right now sitting in the grave that should have pulled back. That shit have just eased up. You know what I'm saying? There are niggas working a fryer or fucking getting collecting chains off the corner who just know if they would just pull back at this one time. But that same thing that's our that's our ultimate detriment is our ultimate badge of honor. So it's sick as a sick mind. But yeah, I can't knock you for standing your ground. But you gotta take accountability. And it's not just taking accountability. For calling out Grady for cheating on his girlfriend and wife. It's also your attitude, homie. That, oh, I'm a baller and I talk shit to anybody and then I say I pay them. Man, ain't nobody. That drug dealer shit is done. That's what kept drug dealers like alive back in the days. Because there were niggas that daughters are strung out and everything. And this nigga's, her daddy wants to kill a nigga, but everybody likes a nigga because this nigga give out money to the kids to go to the store and he does little things. Nobody want to, nobody give a fuck about that shit anymore, man. Let that project shit go. Let that dumb shit go. Because Corey, ultimately you're a good nigga. You're just playing project games with niggas. Niggas ain't got time for that anymore. Okay. And honestly, what I thought of when I saw the intro, when it was just you, I was like, I knew my suspicions were correct. You didn't write those lyrics over the week, my nigga. I mean, you did write those probably the first part, but at the end, you added that shit in that hit a lick shit. When I hit a lick, you probably had that track, but you were like, yo, I'm going to put this shit in there and we're going to fucking set it off. You know what I'm saying? Start the new year. You know, I'm trying to go solo, so I don't have to depend on anybody. You know what I'm saying? And you made the song, and I was like, this nigga right here. I can't knock that shit. Even though we don't like what you did, maybe it's all a part of your crazy madman master plan. And I'm actually sitting here wasting my time talking about it. When all actuality, what 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 I'm doing is what you wanted for niggas is talk and tune in, and then you're gonna fly off and be on your own. Cause I know last Tuesday you talked about integrating the industry repo show with 5150, which I don't think is a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? You need to have segments, nigga. You need order, my nigga. You need a fucking stage manager or whatever the fuck they call them, nigga. Production director. Whatever the fuck they call them, niggas. You need one of those people. And I don't mean the niggas you got laughing over in the corner. I mean an asshole. You need a fucking asshole to keep you niggas on track and keep this shit entertaining. Because like I said, no one's going to watch you and Darlene. The only reason Zoe... It works best with Zoe because Zoe gets you back on track a lot of times. The same thing with Bobby. Those those episodes with Bobby, you, Bobby, Zoe, and Darlene were classic, my nigga. And that's because you had the added reinforcement from Bobby on top of Zoe to get you back on track and shit. You know what I'm saying? So even if you don't bring Zoe back or you don't have another person... um, like setting up shit for you, you need a fucking like... 
production manager or some shit, you know what I'm saying, to keep you on track to make sure, you know what I'm saying, and honestly, you know, keep Craig Facts around, maybe he could fill Zoe's void, but I don't think Craig's gonna sit up under a nigga forever, and I respect that shit, and that's pretty much it, man, but you do you do need to call, apologize to that man, and work out a payment plan if you got a problem with that shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And if you had a problem with, with this nigga ducking, whatever, why why is the first time we're hearing about this shit last week? Why are you going off on this man? Why are you keeping it? And that shows how much of a Hollywood nigga you are, which I can't knock. Sometimes you do have to keep people around for, for a reason, which is fucked up when they're your friend. Your friend you shouldn't, like, when they're your friend, that's different. But if you're talking, like, business shit, I get that shit. So the whole, honestly, when you look at it the whole time, you're looking at this man as a business uh, arrangement, like somebody who adds to your bottom line. And if that's the case, that's the case. No one's hating that shit, nigga. But why don't you bring that shit up to that man before that show? You could have expressed that to that man so he would have been more prepared. Not even more prepared so he'll understand his position, at least, to where he should know to shut up with the Grady shit, because I agree with you on that shit. Why you stop, stop taking up for niggas? You know, and you, I think Corey said that he's known so longer than Grady. So that means, yeah, I would take Corey's side. I'm sorry. It's not about taking sides. It's about like, Doug, I don't know you like I know this man. That's just how I am. If I don't know you like I know somebody else, I that means I suffer from a bad um, character assessment because I'm not going to have somebody around me who's going to put me at risk over some stupid shit. If that's if that makes any sense. So if I'm if I know this person longer than the other person, I know this person's made a good assessment and judgment call on his reaction and I'm going to follow accordingly. You get it? I'm not going to fucking, that just doesn't make sense. It's like, it's like, you don't go to a party with a nigga you've known your whole life. And then you hang out with a nigga that he introduced you to that he met somehow. And then you get cool with this nigga over a month or two or even a year. And then I choose that person over the nigga I've known my whole life. Come on, man. Stop it. You can't do that shit, nigga. That, that makes no fucking sense. Because, you know. Honestly, um, for Grady, I don't even I don't even want any parts of it because I don't make any sense and shit. Because the nigga didn't have to get all sensitive about you know Corey pointing out cheating, and whatever. He could have played it off. And on top of that, Corey is wrong for calling it out, but it's a different way Grady could have gone about shit. But at the same time, I do think Corey Corey's kind of wrong in that shit too. Corey be wrong a lot out this motherfucker, huh? Like this motherfucker. <laughs> but we love you, nigga. You stupid nigga. We love the raw. What what is, what is it called? It's a certain type of hero. I forgot what it's called. It's a part of fucking writing. Um, is a always a character. He's like an arc hero. I forgot what they call it. But bottom line is like Corey is like Blade. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a hero. With flaws, but you still love him. But yo, Corey, call that niggas to apologize. I don't think the niggas should go back on your show immediately, but y'all need to do something. You need to go on his show 
and analyze, even bring up his brokenness. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? See what, because I know you're paying Darlene, nigga. I know you're paying Darlene something to get all your packages out and do little shit for you. She probably brings the snacks over, probably brings the liquor. So I know you're paying her. Why can't you pay that man? Oh, because you're not supposed to take care of no man. Man got to stay on his own. Nigga, shut that shit the fuck up. Only motherfuckers that do that are black American niggas. Everybody else, including Africans and West Indians, don't look at it that way, nigga. They look at fucking employing their friend as fucking common sense, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But, nigga, whatever, man. I think I'm done with this shit. This is the last time I'll comment on it because Corey's not going to change. And, hey, man, more power to him. That, that's a nigga one-on-one trainer, dog. Stand your ground, but it's not healthy, nigga. <laughs> and by the way, I've learned not to be that nigga a long time ago. <laughs> nigga, nigga, I will... I don't care if I've I've had niggas who are midgets, literally like little motherfuckers who I've cowered to like, like yeah, you got it, man. I didn't want to stand my ground. Like I remember one, I'm not going to go into that, but put it like this. Niggas in the summertime with trans leather coats is a dead giveaway, my nigga. Okay, I'm not standing my ground, nigga. Okay, it's like what is this nigga got a trans leather and it's not even his size, nigga. It's his daddy's coat and shit. No, I'm not standing my ground, you crazy motherfucker. <laughs> shit, let me leave that little nigga alone. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. But yo, it's all, I'm out of here, man. What love. <laughs>